This is the Best of Daily Devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to Believerstogether.com. We're in Acts chapter 26 today, where Paul the Apostle, having appealed to Caesar, was soon going to be on that train to Nero. But before he was shipped out, the governor now was seeking for some information to be able to give to the Caesar on why he was being sent this man. And in this conundrum, he came across Agrippa and his wife Bernice. Now, this is uh, Agrippa as in the Herod family, and we all know the Herod families were legendary as far as their attacks upon Christianity. But Agrippa, King Agrippa, and his wife Bernice wanted to hear from this Paul fellow themselves. So, with all the arrangement and all the hoopla, this governor now got everybody together to hear what Paul had to say. Verse 1 says, Agrippa said to Paul, You may speak for yourself. And then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, that I am to make my defense before you today concerning all these things that I am accused by the Jews, especially because you are an expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to hear me patiently. Indeed, all the Jews know my way of life from my youth up, which was from the beginning among my own nation and at Jerusalem. Verse 5, having known me from the first, if they are willing to testify that after the strictest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee, now I stand here to be judged for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers, which our twelve tribes, earnestly serving night and day, hope to attain. Concerning this hope, I am accused by the Jews, King Agrippa, Now, once again, our scene here at the beginning of chapter 26 opens with all the pomp and all the pageantry of some sort of royal procession. It would be like you or I appearing before the heads of state to explain our commitment and our actions on behalf of Jesus Christ. And Paul, of course, says he's happy to have that opportunity. He saw this as a chance to witness for Christ, not as a threat to his physical well-being. He understood that Agrippa's knowledge on the issues that would be presented was greater than that of the governor Festus. So to Paul, well, he had a whole new ball game. He begins to lay out the historical facts that had transpired and the events that had brought him to this point. In verse eight we read, why is it judged incredible with you if God does raise the dead? So Paul, again, saying to the uh, king, why is it judged incredible with you if God does raise the dead? Now, again here, Paul brings up the resurrection. We, we talked about that in the past. No doubt that is because without such a fact, all of what he was facing, all that he was standing for, was meaningless. You see, Jesus was more than just a prophet. He was more than just a good teacher, and he must be more than prophet or good teacher to us. Paul was communicating the reality of a triumph and power over death. This was the Jesus that all of this ruckus was about. Verse 9, 
I myself most certainly thought that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I also did this in Jerusalem. I both shut up many of the saints in prisons. Having received authority from the chief priests, and when they were put to death, I gave my vote against them. Punishing them often in all the synagogues, I tried to make them blaspheme. Being exceedingly enraged against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. Whereas, as I traveled to Damascus with the authority and the commission from the chief priests, at noon, O king, I saw on the way a light from the sky, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who traveled with me. When we had all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But arise, stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you a servant and a witness, both of these things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you, delivering you from the people and from the Gentiles to whom I have sent you. So now Paul here again testifies of his conversion to Christ there on that Damascus road. That's a story that no doubt would have seemed well to be on the edge of crazy to King Agrippa. In verse 18 he says, going on, uh, to open their eyes that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive remission of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctioned by faith in me. Now, it may seem that verse 18 is found in rather an odd place there in Paul's uh, oration here, but it is a absolutely wonderful ministerial charge for all those who would pastor over a flock. In fact, all of those who would receive unto themselves the mission of spreading the gospel. Let's read that again in closing. To open their eyes, that they may turn from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive remission of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Amen. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.